Welcome to the West Virginia Writers Podcast, a service of West Virginia Writers Incorporated, the Mountain State's largest all-volunteer nonprofit organization dedicated to writers. Established and incorporated in 1977, West Virginia Writers continues to support writers and writing statewide through program sponsorship, an annual writing contest, and an annual summer writers conference. This podcast is dedicated to promoting the organization, its members, and events, as well as writers throughout Appalachia and beyond. And now, broadcasting from atop a hill in Mercer County, here is your host, El Presidente, Emeritus. Thank you, Gertrude, and hola, listeners. Welcome back to Part 2 of ConferenceCast 2010. I'm your host, Eric Richards. In case you missed Part 1 of ContestCast 2010, due to iTunes download error or merely human error, I highly recommend you go back and listen to it, as it will have information that will make this part make more sense. We return now to our coverage of the workshop presenters, already in progress. We have a returning presenter in the form of Natalie Seipolt. Natalie's one of the West Virginia writer's success stories. <laughs> she went from youth contest entrant to college intern that worked for, for the group, and uh, adult contest entrant and winner, and now she's, uh, she's run the full gamut. She's coming back as an MFA graduate, and she, uh, she teaches a lot of interesting new stuff, you know, the personal journal writing and finding the muse in, in odd areas. And, yeah, it's, she's, she's a terrific person. Yeah, I believe she got very good reviews in her workshops last year. She did. Our next presenter is someone who is very important to West Virginia writers and, of course, to the both of us, just as, as our terms of president have gone, Sandy Tritt. And she is a, a past president of West Virginia writers herself and has been teaching workshops at the summer conference just about every year that, that I've been going there. Yeah, Sandy's a owner operator of Inspiration for Writers International Editing and Ghostwriting Company. When when you attend one of her workshops, you you walk away with a lot cleaner work. You know, she's she teaches you how to self edit and techniques that will drive your story a little a little more interesting and you know, she's she's just a great workshop presenter. You know, she and and she'll be doing a dual class with uh, another member, uh, we'll talk about her a little bit later, and it, it, actually they work together, Rhonda, Rhonda White and Sandy will be doing a class together, so that, that that's going to be a must-see, I think. Well, while we're on the subject of Rhonda White, let's go ahead and talk about her, and we can come back to the, the list order, because she's just a couple of people down the list anyway. Well, Rhonda's uh, formerly from Princeton, and now resides near Daytona Beach, and uh, she's a good an editor, and very successful with her own work, short stories and poetry, and and she's an essay article writer and for literary mags and trade journals, and authored a pretty neat book called Birthright. I I read it, and you know it's one of those I couldn't put down. She's you know she's she's very uh, accessible. You know you can kind of present her, you can uh, ask her a question, you know, at the bonfire. Or at the, she's a longtime member and, and loves to give back to the group. And she's one of the people that I turned to when we were doing our Memories of Conferences Past podcast last year to try to give people who've never been to the conference an idea of what goes on there. And uh, so that was episode three. And then we turned around for episode 11 and brought her back in for Memories of Conferences more recent to talk about the 2009 conference from last year. So 
If any of our listeners right now have not been to a conference and would like to know what they are like, just from the experience standpoint, those are two podcasts that you ought to seek out. Our next person on the list is Cheryl Ware. Cheryl's a, um, a West Virginia success story. She, you know, she went from her day job and worked her way through school and and taught at Fairmont State and Alderson Broadus College and uh, had some very good success with her children's writing with uh, her first book, Sea Monkey Summer, and uh, the, the, the main character of the book, the little Vanola May Cutright, was so well received that every Vanola May, every Vanola book that comes out now is just just a runaway success. So, you know, a lot of a lot of people follow her, and she she lives in Elkins, and uh, we've been trying to get her for a few years now, and she agreed to come back this year, and we're all tickled that she's going to be there. You know, between between Cheryl and Brad Barkley, and it's going to be a pretty good lineup for the authors and writers of children's and young adult books. It's going to be a real important conference for them. And our last person on the list of, of straight-up presenters uh, is Dana Wildsmith. Yes, Dana's coming back. Uh, she was here last year and very well received with her poetry uh, presentations. And she's got a, a few other uh, poetry techniques and, and uh, lessons she wants to do, but she's also going to do some lessons on uh, writing essays and journaling and uh, she said it's a pretty good success lately with that with a new book called Back to Abnormal. So always glad to see Dana come. She's a nice lady. And she appeared on episode five of this very podcast. And I highly recommend folks seek that out because it was a, a nice interview. And she even read her poem, Making a Living, that made it onto Garrison Keillor's Writer's Almanac. Mm-hmm. Well, that wraps up the presenters per se, although uh, the next people that we're going to talk about are are also technically presenters, but they kind of fall into a different category in that they are editors and agents who will be coming this year. Each year we get lots of questions about uh, which editors are coming, which agents are coming, uh, are you going to have publishers there, and this year we have quite a little passel. Yes, we do. Very, very thrilled for, for what we're offering our, our uh, members in the, in the lineup of opportunity this year. And we talked uh, just a minute ago about the young adult and children market. And for that, you know, the, the final uh, presentation for the you know, young adult and children writers is a, uh, a lady named Kaylin Adair coming to us from the Boston area. And Kaylin is an editor for Candlewick Press. And Candlewick is a, one of the fastest rising independent children and young adult book publishers in the world. Uh, Thanks to the hard work of board uh, secretary, Teresa Newsom, Kaylin has agreed to come on board and we'll do a couple presentations. And she will also do critiques, one-on-one critique. And there's a fee involved with that. I think it's $30. And uh, you get get to spend 15 or 20 minutes with her talking about your work one-on-one, what you need and how to present it and that's going to be a rare opportunity for those who who sign up for that. So that's you know watch you know, watch our uh, the roundtable and the web page and the web blog and and the the newsletters for information about that because when that's released you know it'll be a first come first serve and pretty pretty nice opportunity. Yeah, we should stress that that is not going to be one of the things that that is available come March first. 
Uh, we're strictly opening the conference for pre-registration for the conference on March 1st. Right. But um, people that want to sign up for that, we will have information on the website when that becomes available. Right. The critique sessions and pitch sessions is, is, aren't available yet. And if people listening to this would like to be notified by email when those do come open, they can feel free to send their email addresses. Oh, why the heck? They can send them to me at wvwpodcast at gmail.com. And I'll get them onto the mailing list for information updates. Another thing uh, Kaylin Adair is offering to those who attend her sessions, and, and even though Candlewick currently does not, accept unsolicited manuscripts for consideration. If you attend her sessions and receive a, uh, a code for a three-month time period, she will accept your entire children's manuscript uh, online. So that's, a, that's another rare opportunity from Kaylin Adair that uh, our writers of children's books uh, might want to look forward to. Yeah, that's a pretty amazing opportunity, and that's that's just for people who attend her workshops at the conference. There's no fee involved with that. Not at all. Our our next editor on the list here is Mr. Peter Lynch, who is returning to Cedar Lakes again this year, having come to the conference last year. Yes, he was very well received last year, and uh, we're looking forward to to his return. He Peter's coming from the Chicago area, and he's the uh, editorial manager trade for source books publishing and he'll be doing uh, pitch sessions where you can try to sell your work through source books he uh, very accessible man uh, and he picked up several writers last year you know it was like uh, a lot of our members were comparing it to uh, Willy Wonka's golden ticket you know he gave several golden tickets away last year it's a it's a pretty good opportunity so we're, we're looking forward to Peter returning and offering this to our members again, and and, and, the, and the pitch sessions, there'll be a small fee for that, and that information will again be available at a later date. And joining Peter for um, this year is another person who's come and led workshops at the conference in years past, uh, Christine Witton from Book Sense Literary Agency out of Charleston. Yeah, Christine's a Christine came three years ago for for one of the conferences that you you led and. Uh, she did a information session that uh, immediately uh, made it real important for us to bring her back, and she's the one who brought introduced us to Peter Lynch from Sourcebooks. She does sessions on presenting your work to an editor and and query writing, and uh, and she's gonna she's gonna teach a, a, you know a few sessions again this year, and and I think she's gonna touch base on the fallacies. You know, there's a lot of misinformation about about the publishing business, and she she wants to uh, share her knowledge with this because uh, she she said that she feels the way I do that there's a lot of misrepresentation, you know, from people who are there to take your money and not so much to promote your work. So she's uh, she's becoming a real vital uh, friend of this group. I went to her workshop last year on how to approach a pitch session and found it to be really, really good. We're going to have, in a future podcast, um, in fact, I think it'll be episode 27, a interview with someone who signed up with BookSense Literary Agency last year after having pitched to her basically at the conference. So we'll have a success story from an author named S.G. Redling, 
whose book is even now being shopped around to publishers in New York. Mm-hmm. Christine picked up a couple writers last year and also hired one of our interns as her intern, for like a regional intern. For so it, you know, it, there's, a, there's a lot of different ways to find success at our, at our conference. Well, let's move on to uh, something that I always get a huge kick out of every year, and it's the entertainment portion of the summer conference. Um, we've had some amazing acts come through the summer conference from day one of of the very first one I attended. And uh, we have a returning guest this year who's bringing with him someone who is reputed to be pretty amazing in her own right. We're uh, happy to welcome the return of the Southern Fried Zen Mojo, none other than Pops Walker. The composer of this podcast's theme music. Yes, he's done uh, soundtracks for the uh, audio book of Crumb and uh, the upcoming Screaming with the Cannibals. His, his CDs are great. And Pops also introduced West Virginia writers to the uh, the Pitzers, which was a very bright spot in uh, a conference a few years back. Pops is bringing a young lady from the Shepherdstown area named Kippen Martin. I said, well, tell me a little, a little about her. And he said, well, she's, uh, she graduated from Shepherd at the top of her class and she's, uh, a composer and a, and a conductor and, and she even has a degree in pharmacology. And, but when she straps on a guitar and throws her hair back and leans into the microphone, you'd better be hanging on to something. <laughs> so, if Pop says that about her, I can't wait to see him. It's going to be a great show. The registration process is is something we ought to, to cover here uh, toward the end of this podcast. There's a two-part process to this, and each year there are there's a little bit of confusion. Um, West Virginia Writers handles the registration for the conference itself, so the, the workshops and classes and and everything that you get through that are done through through us, and we'll have the uh, registration forms on our website come Monday. But there's a second part to this process that's kind of an optional part. Um, Cedar Lakes Conference Center handles all the room reservations and all the meal reservations for us, and they do an excellent job at that, but it's a, a separate registration process, and Cedar Lakes has requested this year that everybody fill out the registration form. If you're looking to reserve a room at Cedar Lakes or if you're looking to have meals while you're there, you certainly don't have to. You can always stay off-site. If you're in the area, you can stay locally and have your meals in Ripley itself. But most people find that it's far more convenient, considering Cedar Lakes is kind of out in the woods a bit, to just have your meals there and stay on-site. Uh, Cedar Lakes has rooms to suit all price ranges from the hotel-like rooms in Holt Lodge to kind of the dorm-style rooms of the, the cabins along the lake, and also even a bunkhouse-style room, which I've actually stayed in before, and they worked out pretty good. The registration form for Cedar Lakes will have all the prices and all the details. It also spells out the details and the various meals they're offering and allows you to choose the exact meals you'll need. So in case you're not coming for the full three days, if you're only coming for Saturday and you only need three meals, you can choose those and pay for those in advance. Uh, and especially important to choose is either the baked steak or the stuffed chicken if you're planning to attend the awards banquet 
Each year, Cedar Lakes has to phone people who have neglected to choose either one of those and find out what they want, and that takes a lot of their time up. And so we are stressing that everyone who would like to eat at Cedar Lakes or stay at Cedar Lakes has to do the registration process for that uh, in advance. And it has to be mailed. It has to be mailed in or even faxed in, they've allowed, for their registration form. They are taking no reservations via telephone, so everything must go through the registration form. And once again, we will have that on our website in both document and PDF formats. As far as registering for the conference itself, uh, pre-registration for the conference isn't so much important because we take lots of people that are walk-ins. Um, we've never turned anybody away at the door. Pre-registering for that isn't necessary. But if you're coming, you may as well go ahead and do it. And another another point to touch on when, when you said the walk-ins, if you're coming to do a pitch session or a critique session, you still have to register for that day for the conference. You just can't pay, you know, whatever the fee is for the pitch sessions and then leave. We require you to be a conference attendee. You know, we, we, we have a lot invested in these people coming, and uh, that protects us a little bit. Uh, once again, all of this information is going to be made available on the website come Monday, March the 1st. And again, that website is wvwriters.org slash conference.html. But if you just go to wvwriters.org, we'll have links to the appropriate pages from there. Uh, before we finish today, I'd, I'd just like to congratulate you, Terry, on a job well done not only for the past two years of your presidency, but particularly for the work you've done this year in putting together the conference. Unless some of the people listening have served on the board in the past, our members really have no idea the amount of work that goes into planning something as big as this. And and while it is a team effort and lots of hands are, are in helping you, it, a lot of it does fall to you. Uh, just to sing your praises further, uh, you've been working on on putting this conference together since before last year's conference even. And so just about all the presenters this year were nailed down by October. That's why we've been able to leak information out here and there since then. So congratulations, Mr. President. Oh, thanks. I had uh, I had good teachers. You know, the, the former presidents were <laughs> a big inspiration and a lot of help. So thank you. Uh, Terry, thanks so much for taking your time out today. I know you're a busy guy, and uh, thanks for, for spending some with us and helping get the word out about this year's conference. Well, thank you for all that you do. These podcasts are, are wonderful, and I, I, I know our members enjoy listening to them, and, and it just kind of whets the appetite. So thank you very much. Oh, you're quite welcome. Once again, registration opens Monday, March the 1st, with all the forms you'll need on our website, along with the detailed presenters list, including lots of information and links that we didn't cover today. In the coming days, we'll be posting the detailed workshop descriptions and, indeed, the conference schedule itself, so you can see what workshops are happening on what days. By the way, the Peter Lynch pitch sessions will occur on Saturday of the conference. That's June 12th. So that's the day you'll need to register for in order to participate in them. We'll have all the details on those sessions, as well as the one-on-one -on -one critique sessions offered by Kaylin Adair a few weeks down the line. To find out about them as soon as possible, though, we recommend that our members make absolutely certain that we have your current email address on file. Our opening voiceover is provided by Marcus Vowell. Our show's theme music is used with permission by its composer, Pops Walker. This podcast has been produced by Mr. Herman's Production Company Limited and was recorded atop a hill in Mercer County.